Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Dan Hugo, the CEO of PSG Distribution. Dan, thank you very much um, for chatting to me today. We're talking just after your very successful and fascinating um, annual conference where we discussed a lot of the global economic and local sociopolitical um, environment. And um, maybe you can just tell us a little bit more from your perspective about PSG and the current environment. So yeah, thanks, Tony. Always great, um, you know, chatting to you. Also great that uh, you know, even though it was virtually, you know, that you could uh, attend uh, our conference. You know, that we could share some of that information with you. Uh, I must say that's probably one of the developments um, in uh, in the world, but specifically in our industry is um, that you don't always have to be face to face across a desk anymore. You know, the virtual environment, you know, definitely gives one um, a wider reach, you know, even though one can you know, can do it on a selected basis. Um, so, um, so, I mean, our conference this year, uh, our 24th conference, we're 25 years old this year, but 24th conference. And, um, you know, we started off small. I think we were 46 attendees at the Fish River Sun way back yeah. um, in 1999, I, th I think it was, and uh, are we now uh, 500, 550 attendees, and and we actually have to have to limit the number of physical attendees now. You know, we've got to a point now where we are just getting um, our success has made us just get too big. But with a, the virtual capability, you know, we can now actually include more people. So I, I think, uh, as far as conferences are concerned, great. As far as content is is concerned, it's, it's always a challenge how you present content. You know what what you present. Um, I don't think one ever wants to leave a conference um, with um, with a, with with a negative connotation. Um, conferences like these, I think, set up the tone. Um, you know, with with inner business, and you know, mm. that one always wants to be as positive as possible. Mm. Um, I think, as I said to you earlier, we, we stuck our neck out a little bit this year. You know, with the with the content, the type of speakers that that we got on board, you know, how we the questions that we posed to them or asked them to you know to share with us um, to be more of of their own opinion. Um, mm. and, you know, their opinions being driven by 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 the world out there, um, and our industry we. We specifically, um, the socio-political environment, the geopolitical environment, you know, how that impacts uh, the economies of the world, but, you know, more specifically ourselves, um, I think are, are, not I think, I mean, these are the topics, you know, which are, which we're all talking about. Mm, yeah. um, we're an advisory business, and in that process, you know, we need to effectively advise our clients. We, we sort of need to be the be the source of information um, you know, to clients when they want to speak about you know, their, their investments. Um, but, but I think one needs to take it further. You know, we need to look at you know, risk, not just life insurance as a risk, but um, you know, your, your actual insur short-term insurance um, as a risk. And, uh, and I, I think we were quite successful you know, this year in, in sharing information so that advisors are in a position to engage with their clients and have a broader discussion than just, you know, these are my investments and this is the return you're getting on the investment or in the insurer space, you know, this is, this is your business. Um, you know, this is the, the cover that you need or just the premium, which I think in the insurer space, you know, that's, that's still something which is, which is prevalent. Mm -hmm. We sit with clients and we talk about the cost of insurance. How much premium are you paying, and and where can I save on premium? 
mm. um, and the discussions in the insurer space versus versus wealth, which I think is is um, has already moved a long way. Mm. Is um, you we still talking about the cost instead of looking at you know what is the impact of the world you know on your as a client on your business. You can take that, I suppose, to the individual and their home as well. But yeah. um, I mean, our, our focus, we try and focus on, on commercial clients. Um, and obviously, we do those commercial clients. We, we then do their personal lines as well. Yeah. That's sort of our, our focus. So, um, so the, inf- the type of information we, we've been trying to share with our advisors is to, is to arm them with enough information that they can have general conversations with clients. Which I think eventually leads to a much better um, and a much more, first of all, enjoyable, but the client experience is a much more rounded client, client experience. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's the aim of the conference. Um, mm. I, I, I do think, though, that the challenge that all advisors have today, uh, both wealth and insure, um, is, is, is to have these conversations. To, and that way, you know, give clients the opportunity to make more informed decisions. Um, yeah. I think our insurance business, the insurance industry as well, still has a long way to go. Um, I think the wealth business um, is a long way ahead of the insurance industry as far as advice is concerned. Yeah, I think when it, when it comes to risk management, I mean, you have to have a conversation about the risks and those risks are not just economic, they're socio-political as well, you know. Exactly. And I think, I think the conference has, has um, uh, sort of addressed a lot of that stuff and informed these guys. But just on that note, have you seen um, sort of a bigger requirement or demand from clients to talk about risk management and longer-term strategies rather than just buying insurance? Um, I think almost the same as you know, that there is a difference between you know a, a client talking about their wealth versus a client talking about their risk. And when I talk risk, I'm referring now specifically to, to short-term insurance, you know, not, yeah. not, not the life insurance and so on. Mm. Um, the differentiating or the differentiator that exists between you know clients talking about their wealth and clients talking about their insurance is almost the same as the difference between wealth and, and insurance as well. Um, from from a wealth context, you know, clients um, want to talk about you know where do they invest their money, um, how is the money invested, uh, you know, it's, and it's I think the specifically the political environment um, is something which is which is a, a much bigger concern for clients in the in the wealth space. You know, where is my money invested? How is it invested? Um, you know, what part mm. of the world is it invested? Uh, how much must be local? How much must be offshore? Um, must it be directly invested offshore? And if so, you know, in what jurisdictions, you know, what currencies versus um, invested locally, but with an offshore exposure? Um, you know, there's those, those questions are being asked by clients um, more so than in, in the past. I think the more um, volatile our political situation gets. Uh, you know, the more noise that's in the in the in the political environment, the the, the more prevalent those questions are. In the insurer space, that that is not happening. Um, you know, but the, I think the question is, 
Is it because from an advice perspective, you know, we, we, we don't have as many risk management discussions with clients? Um, or is it something that, um, you know, that clients haven't thought about either? Um, I mean, if, you, if you're running your business, you're running it in a particular environment. Um, if you take KZN as an example, I mean, they've had not just floods, you know, which is a, a natural phenomenon. You know, it's, it's, um, they've had all the rights in, in, in KZN. I mean, we had a bit of exposure in KZN, but in, in Gauteng, but KZN was a lot more exposed. So, so they've had you know, both of those ex exposures. Um, the two are linked to each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the question might be asked, um, could the the natural disaster could that have been you know alleviated? Could it have been less of an issue if um, if from a government or local government perspective, you know, better maintenance or better infrastructure planning, or, mm. you know, better policing of you know infrastructure development and so on had, had happened? You know, could could that have averted you know, some of that? Uh, the disaster that took place, um, those discussions are now being had. But you know, prior to that, that wasn't the case. So yeah. I think we've got, in that space, we've still got a long way to go, um, which mm. I think is an opportunity in the insurer space. You know, to, yeah. to yeah. really start developing advice versus, as I said earlier, you know, mm. that's not just a premium discussion, cost yeah. of premium discussion. Yeah, and that, that leads very well into what I wanted to ask you next. Um, you've answered a little bit of it by saying, you know, the, the conference is part of your way of equipping um, advisors in this the short term space. Um, but, you know, the, the, it's become very complicated, not just the different risks. If you look at cyber risk, for instance, as a as an issue and how complicated that is. But you're now dealing with things like the the load shedding risk and the grid collapse risk and riot risk. Um, and uh, how do you equip advisors to be professional in the space where, you know, the skills required and the knowledge required is just so broad? So, so Matt, let's just, I think, start off with, with saying that the, the insurance advice industry, short-term insurance advice industry, um, for as long as I've been in the industry, uh, which is now 30 odd years, um, has, has underclubbed its importance as, um, as advice or has underclubbed advice as a, as a component, you know, of, of what we deliver. Um, you know, it's been particularly to the small and medium-sized enterprises and the personal lines space, you know, so yeah. I'm not referring to your large commercial um, yeah. type of industries, which is, which is the environment where the majority of advisors play, not just the PSG advisor, you know, the short-term advisor with the majority of advisors play. Um, it's, it's been, as I said earlier, you, 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 you out there to gather premiums um, and, the, the perception that I have, and it's based on experience, is that most advisors want to go out and offer the client the cheapest premium, and that's the way 
they're going to gather the, and gather more premiums and gather clients. And um, at renewal date, it's almost a similar process. Yeah. Is going out there and see where I can get the cheapest cover for my client. Mm. We, we haven't progressed um, to a stage where we where we actually evaluating and managing the risks and helping the clients manage their risk. Mm. Mm. Um, I think there's a, um, the, where I say short-term insurance advisors are underclubbing their importance is, um, is that they're concentrating on, the, on, on premium and not concentrating on the actual complexity of the industry that they are operating in. Mm. Um, I think the short-term insurance industry, the environment that it operates in, is a lot more complex than their wealth colleagues are. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, when you, if you actually think about it, um, and there are two components. The, the one is, is that the actual contract of insurance, uh, the policy document, um, to understand what is actually in a policy document. And uh, I mean, you typically have all the divisions, but each of those divisions um, has some other extension that can be added or taken away. Those extensions differs from company to company. Um, at the back end, they're also drivers of the premium at the end of the day. Mm. And mm. if you don't understand what those are and you don't understand how that actually impacts the risk that the, that the client is mitigating or you can actually highlight to the client the risk that they have, um, then you know that adds, I think, major complexities. And if you compare yeah. that across different insurance companies and different industries, you know, each industry, the cafe on the corner will differ from the paint shop, which is right next to it, to the panel beater, which is next to the paint shop. And so mm -hmm. you can, you know, add that. Yeah. So you can't just talk to your client who's the cafe on the corner. Mm -hmm. His neighbor's the paint shop and you know, maybe manufacturing paint. And, you know, what are the additional risks which that imposes on the, on yeah. the cafe? Yeah. The cafe has a hot oil fish fryer going there with, you know, open flames. Um, mm -hmm. And if your client's the guy manufacturing paint or just distributing paint, you know, what's the, these are complexities on a, on small scale, they can have major, major implications. Mm. And, um, and, and advisors are only now, you know, really start short, are really starting to, to get to grips um, with, uh, with, with those complexities, which I think if, once they can equip themselves and, and part of our, um, part of our environment, we have an advice for advisors. It's, it's, a, it's a committee that gets together and we debate, um, you know, these issues and we put out an advice for advisors note, um, you know, at least once a quarter to help drive this transfer of knowledge or improvement of knowledge with advisors to eventually enable them to, you know, have proper risk mm -hmm. management discussions. Yeah. Then, yeah. then I think premium becomes, well, it can never be secondary. I mean, it's, you, you have to pay the premium, but if you can mm -hmm. understand what the, you're paying the premium for, then I think clients are going to be able to, it's going to be a lot more palatable. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. just become this um, grudge purchase, which, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we often refer to short-term insurance, you know, being the case. Yeah. yeah. Now, that obviously is 
uh, will play a huge role in the sustainability of the short-term advisory business. So um, what is your outlook for, let's say, the next five to 10 years for the short-term advisory business? How do you think that's going to transform? Well, well, first of all, if advisors, and I'm talking about short-term advisors, and let's move away from you know agents and so on, and that's what's often been referred to in the past. If we move and we really become advisors, and I mean, I, we, we throw words like professionalizing and so on in the industry around you know, quite freely, but without really understanding it. But you know, if one just looks at it from an advice point of view, and, um, and if advisors really transform to an advice-led business, um, it goes for the wealth guys, by the way, as well. You know, you know, often you have wealth guys renewing with the client, but they actually sit there and have a discussion on what the, what the returns were of the portfolio over the last year, you know, what the performance was versus you know, what the actual aim of the investment is. If you're looking at what the aim is, in the insurer case, it's the same. You know, what's the aim of the insurance? What are you trying to achieve? What are the goals that you're trying to achieve with this? That takes you to the, to in the insurer case, the risk discussion, or in the wealth case, you know, if you know what that goal is. Um, you don't always have to have the best return to achieve that goal. You have to have a, a good risk-based return to achieve your, your goal. Yeah. Then, um, if you transform, then the industry is rosy. Um, because I actually think advisors that transform are going to position themselves to be at the forefront of, um, of, uh, of, of the insure industry. Um, I think they're going to be better placed than, say, the direct players. Uh, it, it will give them um, an edge over the direct players because you'll be able to engage with clients on, on, a, mm. on, a, on, a, on a risk management base rather than just a premium base. So I think that... I mean, Short term, even long term, you know, the longer you look down the line, the the more important the advisor is going to be. Um, mm. Even though you've got lots of development, you know, from a technological point of view that can you know, access the information. And at the conference, you know, we spoke about you know artificial intelligence and you know what what that can provide. I still be, I still believe that you know with with good advice, um, the face to face model. You know, mm. we remain people. Um, mm. You know, we'd like to engage and uh, and get confirmation. You know, is this the information that I've got? You know, even if I can use inform information or technology to gain information, people will remain people. And you know, I, I always you know believe that you want to confirm that the information I've got is actually appropriate. And that's mm. kind of advisors that can advise and that can have a broader um, discussion with clients um, about whether it's politics, whether it's the economy, whether it's local, whether it's offshore. Um, and I know the insurer guys might say, but that's got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with it yeah. because that stuff drives the environment in which their clients are sitting and trying to run a business. Mm. Where they're living and you know, trying to ensure that their house and their car and their contents mm. is um, is appropriately insured. And you, you mentioned cyber. I mean, that is... Every individual out there, you know, if you you make a payment anywhere in the world, you are going to be exposed to you know, cyber attacks. Yeah, yeah. So that is going to, I think, the 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 road ahead is rosy for advisors that can advise. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, that's one of our big missions at, at Cover is um, when you look at the, the material that we put out, we try and have this holistic approach because I want the short-term guys to read what the long-term guys are reading because those are different analysis of the risk landscape and the same way for um, financial advisors to the insurer guys that they need to uh, read about the risks that the insurer guys are facing so that they can uh, um, keep that in mind when they talking to their clients about their wealth management in the long term, you know, because it's a holistic approach. And yeah. I, yeah, definitely. Well, see I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely, you know, in agreement to that, you know, it's a, it's not a one excluded from, from the other. I mean, I often hear comment um, and using our, our conference as a, as a, as a, as a, as a sort of as, as guidance, um, where our insurer guys say, but uh, the, you know, you guys just running this conference for 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 our wealth colleagues. You know, it's it's wealth heavy. Yeah, um, mm. and you know, I sort of turn around and say, but hang on, let's just look at the content. You know, speaking to insurer guys, just look look at the content. Um, you know, if 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 the Governor of the Reserve Bank, or the you know, De Deputy Governor Kubernaide stands up and he talks to you about inflation and what are the drivers of inflation. That has a direct impact on your, your discussion with your client. You know, the value of his car, his house, his business, you know, everything mm -hmm. is impacted by inflation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's you know, the political situation, uh, I mean, just look what happened in Kaiseria. As, mm. as an example, um, you know, Sastri is not just there to cover rights. I mean, what mm. is actually driving the rights and yeah. you know, yeah. the environment they're sitting in? So, you know, you, you can't separate the one from the other. Mm. And you, you have to arm yourself, you know, with more general knowledge. Mm. Otherwise, you're just an agent. And that's exactly And there's not, there's not a future for an agent. Yeah. yeah. You have to be an advisor. Yeah. 100%. Dan, we can carry on with this conversation, I suppose, for a long time. But very good. Thank, thank you so much. It was very interesting to have a discussion with you, and I look forward to having many more of these. No, definitely. And thanks for, you know, for your guys and putting out that information. Uh, you know, Government Magazine, I think it's fantastic. Um, and that uh, it speaks to, you know, sharing of information and where guys need to get to. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan.